0: Welcome to the Godsey Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Even thinking about the title of this podcast made me want to take a nap. No, I'm kidding. The title is How to Be a Better Wife. Um, It's not How to Be a Perfect Wife because the perfect wife thing does not exist. Anybody who has a workshop or writes a book to tell you how to be the perfect wife Tell him to shut up, okay? Because there is no quote unquote perfect. You can be the perfect wife for your husband, but there's no such thing as the perfect wife. Um, I think the only time when I can be called a good wife or a perfect wife is by my man because, you know, he lives with me, (laughs) right? He knows me in and out. He is a very unique man, just like your husband is, who has special needs. No, no, that came out wrong. Not special needs, but has um, unique, no, has particular needs to him. That sounds better, (laughs) doesn't it? I'm sorry, I'm being really silly, but that, you know what I mean? I didn't mean he was special needs, but he has needs that are unique to him in his purpose, his personality, everything. And so does your husband. So there's no such thing as the perfect wife, okay? Okay. It's just no such thing. There is a such thing as the perfect steak, in my opinion. Um, But hey, (laughs) I'm being silly again. But besides that, um, there is no such thing as a perfect wife. Okay, so um, yeah, let's just move on and, and talk about how to be the perfect whatever we need to be for us. All right, let's get started. So hey, when we think about being a woman, Um, and a wife. I'll just say a woman that we have so much power. You know what? We have the power to change the atmosphere in our homes, um, even to the point where our kids can be affected by our personality, our mood, whatever we're going through at the moment. I always say that as a wife, I'm the thermostat for the home. And sometimes I do better with that than other times, but I'm very aware of how my demeanor and my um, sense of being, how it affects my family. And it does, it really does. Um, So knowing that information, knowing that at at the seat of that means that you have a lot of power. And being aware of that power means that I handle it with responsibility. It's kind of like people who own firearms, Right. Um, If you own a firearm, you understand the responsibility of having that in your home or having that around other people. Most people who are responsible, all people who are responsible with a firearm usually have locks on the firearm. They keep them locked away in places where they cannot be found. And in other words, they handle their life differently because they have a responsibility because they have something so powerful. And as women, I feel like we should be the same way. We are so powerful in the fact that we can bring our men up and really propel them to do great things, or we can break those jokers down to the point where they doubt themselves so much that they accomplish very little. I also believe too the power of our um input, our feedback and our construct um is really kind of the kryptonite sometimes to their ego. Men have such frail egos, you know that. And so we have to be so careful with how we say things. I remember I used to tell my husband because he always asked my opinion about almost everything and um Sometimes he said, I don't even tell people that I tell you this, or I know this. I mean, he is, he asked my input on such. And I'll tell you, I used to, especially I'll just say with this, with sermons, especially with sermons, I used to just really give my honest feedback in the moment. And I quickly saw how if I said he, you know, he could have done something differently, or maybe do it, say it this way, it didn't help him. It didn't help him now there are times you know to say things like that but here's the thing as a woman i ask myself first of all my husband is superhuman anointed i mean he is anointed by the holy spirit holy spirit don't need my help what well, my husband when he asked my opinion 90 percent of the time i feel like more than anything that man needs my support my love my kudos more so than my help he knows how to hear from god now if your husband's a baby christian and young in the faith, he may need you in that way. And it's okay. But you have to have the Holy Spirit inside you active, okay, so that you'll know what to say, when to say it and when to shut up. Now, I do give him feedback, you know, do know I wouldn't be his friend if I didn't give him feedback. But I'll tell you, I'm super duper wise about how I do it because I need to guard his ego. And ego is not the same as pride. It's really just kind of the men, a man's thermostat, so to speak. Uh, Men want to be effective. They want to be good at what they do. And I think that it is important for us to know how to support them in that way. And then knowing If, you know what, if your husband leaves his socks around all the time and you've been married to him for a while, what difference does it make? Just pick up the stupid socks. It's wisdom sometimes to just do something to make your life easier rather than, you know, messing with him about it. Okay. That's one thing I think about being a better wife is knowing when to keep my big mouth shut, right? My husband loves me. He's good to me. Amazing to me. Why do I need to worry him about squeezing the toothpaste a certain way? right? Why do I need to worry? Because, you know, maybe he eats a certain, I don't know. Um, so I've heard, I saw on some TV show, the wife said she was annoyed because (laughs) the fork clicks her husband's teeth when he eats. Shut up. You know, that's a comedy. It's okay there. But in real life, no, don't chip away at his ego over stuff that doesn't matter, that don't really matter, right? Um, that's one thing. Number two, you got to know your dude's personality you gotta know how he's constructed, okay? Because different personalities have different needs. So when you wanna think about being a better wife, think about his habits. Is he organized? Is he a structured person? Is he a person that likes adventure? Is he a person that likes the pursuit of things, right? Um, Whatever, whoever he is, you've gotta know how to meet that need in his life, okay? So for me, I know that my husband, for one, is a bullet point guy. I he didn't like a lot of a lot of um, you know articulation. <laughs> Does that make sense? He, he, I mean, I can talk and he'll listen, but if I need him to do something, his personality is such he's so efficient and he's so targeted. I need to go boom 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 boom. Leave me a hundred dollars <laughs> you know, or whatever I need or what. I'm that's the way it has to be. That's the way it works for us. So know your man, know how to communicate with him. Your husband may be one that needs lots of background information for him to be able to make a choice. Know your dude, okay? Know his personality and find your way and your place in adapting your personality to make his be okay and to keep peace in your home all right that's to me being a better wife a better wife is um not always on her husband's butt about things sorry if that offends you and if it does don't listen to tv or radio because that's a word that comes out um living you need to live in a cave um but i will say (laughs) that um don't nag him about everything you know choose your battles Wait for wisdom on when to say, give feedback and when not to. And for the most part, you know, keep it simple. Know his personality, how he processes information, what kind of things stress him out. Now, here's the third one that I work on, and I know you probably do too, are the M-O-O-D-S. The moods, sometimes I am, you know what? We're created to be so complex, man, you know, um, woman, that um, our bodies are chemical miracles. And so because of that, sometimes, you know, we have moods, we have things that go on, you know, um, that make us behave in certain ways. And I will be very honest. I just have learned to get very quiet when that happens. Um, Because my mood shouldn't be my husband's problem. It really shouldn't. It shouldn't be my family's problem. And so I'm learning as a, as a, to be a better wife, I need to control my mood. And sometimes that means what I call fake smile, where I want to cry. I have, you know, I don't feel well, whatever, but I got FS on. You know, I got fake smile on um, while he's awake. And then I'll go in my room and go to bed early or take a bath and cry to the Lord or cry to myself or whomever uh, or to the bath bomb or whatever. But here's the thing. You got to be careful with those moods. Don't let them dictate your home and don't let your husband always have to be on the other end of it. And by that too, sometimes I'm just griping. I can be complaining. And when I'm complaining, I can't try to catch myself. He don't need to hear all that all the time, right? He doesn't need to hear it all the time. So that's what I feel like my girlfriends are for. You know, I can call and say, girl, my head hurt. Oh, nothing's going right. You know, that kind of thing. And then there were those times, there are sometimes those times where I need his big arms around me and um, I need him to hold me. And he is so good and will. But just know that he doesn't he, need to hear all that all the time. OK, um, that's why communities of women are so important. you got to have a community. Right. Um, I will tell you another thing that will help you to be a better wife and help me is to always be assessing the models we grew up seeing. Okay, every model, every model of a wife or a woman that we grew up seeing is not necessarily accurate. Even if you never saw a wife in action, maybe your mom was a single mom. Maybe um, you were raised by just your dad, Um, whatever. But assess the models that were presented to you and how they affect you now. You know, the way that my grandmother cooked certain recipes, I do the same thing because I was in the, the kitchen with her as she needed the dough, as she prepared. I even knead dough the way my grandmother did, um, the way my mom handled adversity. That's kind of the way I handle it. And I'm blessed. I have some very positive role models, but there are some negative things that I have picked up through the years. Um, some of it, definitely was from my family. Some of it was from people I was around, aunts, uncles, um, even my friends' mothers. Um, I've picked up some of their mannerisms, their ways of thinking. I even think, um, this is gonna sound funny, but television um, has shaped in some ways the way I see myself and the way I behave. So here's what my point is. You have an assessment to do. When you think about and ponder how you are a wife now, and if you want to be a better wife, think about how you might have learned some of the habits, processes, and way of thing, doing things. Think how you might have learned those things. Sometimes it takes some assessment. It takes some unraveling. and takes some erasing. Um, there are certain things um, in my life that I definitely learned. And I have to catch myself um, because I don't want to fall into those same habits. And I don't want to fall. And and some of it I talked about, I'm going to be very blunt. I talked about it in one of my other podcasts about being a strong black woman. A lot of it is some of the things that I was taught about being a strong black woman can mess with me in my marriage walk and can mess with me in how I interact with my husband And I have to really kind of cast down some of those imaginations and things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of Christ. So look at your models, do some assessment and make sure they line up with the word of God. Um, Yeah, that's what I'll say. And then the next one that I work on and you got to master and work on too, is the element of forgiveness. Forgiveness is huge in a marriage, okay? Because you live in such an intimate space with your mate, that it's so easy. And I'll just say in terms of mathematics, the probability of him offending you (laughs) is very high, right? Because he lives in the closest proximity to you. I can go to work and I am so rarely offended at work. I'll be honest, Um, when I'm at my job, it's hard to upset me. You know, because I mean, you can come in there and squirt mustard all over my desk. I'll be like, okay, whatever, because my investment in you is not the same. You can't hurt me because you can't get close enough to my heart to really do me any harm. But my husband can, I can to him. And so knowing that, again, we've got to tread really softly with how we handle them. But also we've got to be very much like Jesus and forgive and forgive quickly. Because if you don't forgive, you know what will happen? You'll get what is called a root of bitterness that'll take seed in your heart and start really to stink in your heart and stink in your actions. And you'll be this mean, angry, ugly acting person. And you don't even understand why. You're like, why am I acting this way with him? Why am I doing this with him? The truth of the matter is you're doing it because you probably got a seed of unforgiveness and he's ticked you off so many times that you got this big mountain now okay that's probably what has happened so be careful with that right be very careful finally all this is going to take patience and time, figuring out your way. I love it when the new brides um, get married, and I love the look on their face when they first get married, right? <laughs> it's almost like Dumbo in, in Disneyland, right? They look so confused and happy at the same time. And the truth of the matter is, it takes time to become a wife. It's quick and easy to become a bride. But becoming a wife takes a lot of time and a lot of practice. I can't say I've mastered it. You know, I I really haven't because I'm still learning my husband after all these years. I'm still learning him. And the Holy Spirit is still working on me and teaching me and guiding me. And but one thing I will tell you, I am learning. Okay, I am trying to continue to give him what he needs and he does the same for me and he always is adapting and mending and working um, to give me what I need. And so I will tell you, be patient with yourself. How to be a better wife? Hey, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes getting to know one another and it takes patience. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you haven't turned it off and you're still listening to this, you're probably on to a good, um, (laughs) off to a good start, right? Because I know when in my rebellion, I wouldn't have finished this podcast. I would have cut this thing off halfway in the middle because I was in rebellion. I was in um, a place where I wanted what I wanted and it was too much about me. Right. And it was in those early years of marriage. So be careful of that. All right. So don't nag. Think about his personality. Manage your moods, girl. And make sure you assess the models you saw. What did the women who were married and unmarried look like in your life? And assess what you might have learned from them. Walk in forgiveness. Don't hold things against him. Okay? Forgive him like Jesus forgives you. If you really understand the context of forgiveness, it's easier for you to forgive other people. Because you know you're jacked up in a hot mess. And God gives you grace. So it's easier to give other people grace and then understand it takes time and patience to become the wife you need to be. This was just how to be better. Right. Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you for listening. God bless you. Yeah, I'm so glad that you listened. I pray that you'll follow me on Twitter. Godsy girl on Facebook. Godsy Girl. And I really do pray that you'll visit one of my blogs, which is godseygirl.com or married pastor.com. Now you got to check out the Godsy Girl shop. Lots of good stuff there. And you can find it either on the, one of the blogs or you can do shop.godseygirl.com. Thank you again for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. God bless you and I wish you a beautiful victory walk in Jesus.